Hello there. I am Lex Lang, the voice of Dr. Neocortex, and you're listening to Aaron's Journey, the podcast where we talk to professionals in the media industry to help encourage people with disabilities to pursue their dreams. So go after your dreams, or Cortex is coming for you. This is Aaron Konski for Aaron's Journey. And today, I have a very special guest. I have here Lex Wayne, who is the comical villain from Crash Bandicoot series, Dr. Cortex. Would you go ahead and please introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. How you doing? It's Lex here. Real happy to be on Aaron's Journey today. So um, excited to be doing this interview with you guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Lex. Uh, so my first question for you is who inspired you to become a voice actor? Well, you know, I was a, a, a an actor my whole life. I started with theater. And then oh, okay. later, later I did a little bit of on-camera. And then one of my friends that I met from an on-camera job was in a movie called Susie Q in Canada with a girl named Amy Jo Johnson, who was the pink Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. And... and uh, while I was visiting them on set, I was doing a few impressions and some different voices, and she said, you'd be a great voice actor. So <laughs> that's kind of how I started on the Power Rangers, as just some background voices. And um, shortly after that, within about a year of doing the Power Rangers stuff, I met my wife, Sandy Fox, mm-hmm. and uh, she helped me get an agent and a voiceover wow. and all kinds of cool stuff. So she really wow, helped me the amazing. most of everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how they... That, that's, that's, kinda, that's pretty special. Yeah, it is. Very, very special. So I owe a lot to Sandy and, and to Amy Joan and my friend Bentley for inviting me up to see them do their movie. Anyway, uh, the biggest question that I figured most people would like to know is how did you get the role of Dr. Cortex? Oh, yes, Dr. Cortex. Um, well, I got the role by the same method of which I get pretty much any role. I audition. I guess uh, Clancy Brown had been doing it for a couple of games before mm-hmm. I was Dr. Gort- Cortex. Mm-hmm. And um, so my agent sent me an audition and they wanted, at first they wanted sort of a sound-alike for, for the character that Clancy had done. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the session, they said they wanted to make him a little bit more fun and funny mm-hmm. as opposed to just being evil all the time. Yeah, I especially noticed too with the series that it has made that huge shift from a serious evil tone to a more comical, um, like a more comical. Um, yeah, more flamboyant, more comical, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So um, basically, we started at Sanity, which was the fourth game, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, did all the rest as Cortex, and then just recently they did an insane trilogy, which where they remade mm-hmm. all the first three. Yeah. And yeah. I reprised my role as Cortex for those, too. And I tried to do, like, a, a little bit of a, you know, a pay homage to the original performances. Mm-hmm. So we, when we were recording that, the director had us listen to all the original lines as they were in all the originals. And we tried to bring the new Cortex into the previous sounding Cortex performances, so we kind of did a little mix, and it turned out great, I think. 
yeah, absolutely. I, I can definitely say you, you, you did excellent. Thank you. Uh, and this is one thing I've noticed, especially for when you did the script, though, that I kind of found a little strange. Whenever, um, whenever, Cort whenever Cortex would crash into that, into that one, into that like one mountain area, and he's going about crystals, I know something kind of odd. Like, I don't know if just me, but when you recorded it, when you were, when you were saying, when you were kind of going like onto the whole fail type thing, it's almost, it's almost like you're saying no instead of don't. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really uh, recall thinking about that too much, but uh, sometimes it's like, no, oh, you know, it depends on what's going on. Uh, yeah. I, did you, did you ever notice that yourself? When you when you listen to it back, yeah, when I hear it back, it's really fun because I don't remember doing all the lines because there's so many lines over the last 12 games or whatever that sometimes I'll hear a line and I'll be like, oh, that's really funny. I forgot I did that. Like I just heard recently, the um, there was a line that was like, um, uh, I don't remember it exactly, but it was like, keep keep back, you weak-minded fool. Shut <laughs> your eyes and you'll go. Crystal crazy, or something like that. It, it was really fun. I, I actually laughed out loud. I thought that was pretty fun. Oh so, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so other than other than Dr. Cortex, uh, what are your other noticeable roles? Wow. Well, let's see. Um, in the world of original animation, I play the doorman and his dog Hunley for Curious George. Okay. The voice of Doctor Doom for the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I've, mm -hmm. I've played Batman and Gold Alloy, Young Wildcat, Captain Cold, Atomic Skull, Blue Wildcat, uh, Clayface, uh, Robin, um, Captain Adam. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Polaris, Hydrogen, I mean, uh, the list goes on, just like tons and tons and tons from that. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in video games, of course, Dr. Cortex, but I also mm -hmm. play um, the Char Male in mm -hmm. Guild Wars. I play Stormtroopers in pretty much all the Star Wars games. I also play Poe Dameron in Battlefront 2. I play uh, Din Gorlack, mm -hmm. Din Gorlack um, in Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. I played Doctor Doom also in the video games. Mm, nice. um, I played Han Solo before. I, I, I'm in a game called Evolve and Titanfall. I play the Stone Troll in God of War. If you do World of Warcraft, I play Kill Jaden. Um, if you do Dynasty Warriors, I'm Juge Liang. And the list goes on. I've done a couple hundred games in my uh, voiceover career. I've been doing this now 22 years. So wow. It goes for a long time. That's all the way back from that. And then when it comes to anime, um, I've also done, uh, you know, recently I played Goku in the Toonami Asia version of Dragon Ball Super. Interesting. I'm, I'm War Greymon. Um, I'm like uh, Kenshiro in Fist of the North Star. I'm in Bleach. I'm in Dorarara. In Miraculous Ladybug, I play. Jack oh, wow. Stone. He's, he's a rock and roller on Jack on Miraculous Ladybug. He talks like this. Uh, <laughs> I played play Sozin, the Fire Lord, in, in um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, 
I've been Captain Harlock. I played Goemon and Lupin the Third, and many, many more. You know, including I just recently did a couple shows, Seven Deadly Sins, and I also、mm-hmm. did、um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure just recently, where I play Angelo, who became Angelo's Rock.、Mm-hmm. So there's a, a big mixed bag of a lot of different characters I've played over the years. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I mean, I bet it's an honor to have been able to do it for like 22 years. I mean, that must be a big joy for you. Oh yeah, it's so nice.、It's、so nice because you know my whole life I've been an actor, and it's been. I really try to follow, you know, doing what I love to do, and, and the universe kind of aligns itself to give you opportunities when you do things that you love to do. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, just、uh, like your show, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, because I mean, because the longest time it's just been a hobby for me, and, and I'm just trying to save later real station or something. Be willing to pick me up because, because to me, I bring a pr- different perspectives at the table. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, which is which is which is not what a lot of people do. I mean, I put you know I view things from a different perspective, which I think is really. Is really is really a big thing for me,、mm-hmm. especially especially if you're with somebody with a disability because、um, because I because I've been with disabilities also since I since I since I was born so it's so it's so I kind I kind of grew up on the media and、uh, other forms of、uh, concept like including video games and、uh, movies and all that stuff so it's. So I mean, so like for an opportunity like this, I mean, it's such an honor. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm so happy. Yeah. So,、um, so anyway,、uh, what would you say is one of your? What would you say is、uh, one of your favorite movies?、Uh, like, what would you say is either one of your favorite moments or or some of your favorite moments as Doctor Cortex? I think anytime Dr. Cortex is doing something that helps、uh, people laugh, you know, like when they're watching it and and they're laughing because Cortex just came out of the blue with something, or he got, you know, his his plan got ruined or whatever. Like, and it's funny. Those are my favorite moments with Cortex because it, I, I really love laughter and I love. You know, being able to bring that out of of people who are playing the game too. You、mm-hmm. know,、um, Cortex has so many funny moments that、um, that it's hard to pick one.、Mm-hmm. But I know that、uh, you know, even one of them was kind of like in the. I think it's kind of some of the cutscenes after the game is over, where Cortex is playing that game where he's supposed to trust Crash. Mm-hmm. And he's got a fear of falling, and he's like, "Okay, fine, let's do this silly exercise. I'm in a safe place, you know." He's like, "I'm in a safe place, a safe place." And, he falls <laughs> and, falls and so,、uh, and he's like, "Oh, how、well, I hate bandicoots!" You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just couldn't resist cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, and... those are some of my favorites. So. <laughs> So before you did、um, Doctor Cortex, did you have any knowledge of the Crash Bandicoot series? Yeah, I'd seen it before. I, I actually played a little bit of it, not knowing that you know, not really taking much account on what I was playing because I just you know play video games and I was 
I was playing it, and uh, I just remember it being fun. And it was what I really liked about it. It was, you know, nobody was getting killed during it. It was just like fun gameplay, like you know, collecting、mm-hmm. things, jumping, doing like trying out your skills and stuff.、Mm-hmm. But like nobody was like no imagery of like shooting somebody in the head. You know what I mean? It was like all just fun, and and I really liked that about that game. So it's kind of fun that I got to be a voice actor in it a few years later.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean. I bet you never expected it to be Dark Cortex for so long as you have. I mean, it's been great. I know it's so fun. <laughs> so, anyway,、um, what advice do you have for someone who wants to go into voice acting? Well, I always refer people who ask me that question to a website. It's the D. Bradley Baker, who's another amazing voice actor. He's a really prolific voice actor. He's done a zillion things. Uh, he put together a website that's really simple. It's I want to be a voice actor dot com. Okay. And it's really a great site, and you can start looking at the site no matter what level of experience you're at, whether you're just starting or whether you're a professional who wants to keep in practice. And if you really take a look at that site, you know, from top to bottom, you'll realize all the different little pieces that are involved with becoming a voice actor. And so、um, that's usually where I what I tell people first.、Uh, the second thing I advise people when they say they want to become a voice actor is I say make sure you do it because you love acting,、mm-hmm. not just because someone told you you had a funny voice or not just because you think you know there's money involved or something like you'll make a lot of money or something. Because if you don't love doing it, then none of those opportunities will come up that that afford you. Those other things like making money and, and you know、uh, using your voice to your to, you know your own unique gift your own unique voice.、Mm-hmm. Um, I always just say really really you know I don't want to sound like a cliche but like follow your dreams is really what I recommend and and do what you love to do you know and if you want to be a voice actor you know practice. You know, go to VO. There's another site called VO Buzz Weekly. I think it's on YouTube. Actually, it's VO Buzz Weekly,、okay. and you can you know, put a link or something when you post this. But、uh, there's hundreds of super well-known voice actors who have been interviewed that talk about how they got started and what to do if you want to get started. And it's like a really great resource for anyone who's interested in voice acting.、Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what I tell them. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, of, and then of, of course, there's the one last thing is, you know, if if you really get involved and you start working, you probably would want to move to the city where the work is, like Los Angeles or, or、uh, Houston or New York, Chicago, Atlanta. That's where like the majority of voice acting work happens. And if it's animation, then you want to move to Los Angeles because the majority of animation, like Warner Brothers and stuff like that, are in Los Angeles. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and、uh, would you mind if I add something to that? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, the other thing I was gonna, I was gonna have you, I was gonna have add to that is that one thing that I know a lot of people have trouble with, especially if they want to get into voice acting, is dealing with rejection from um, <clears throat> from、uh, potential clients. Yeah.、Um, would you mind talking about a bit, bit about how you how you dealt with some of that? Well, you know. Being a voice actor and auditioning for different parts is a is a great exercise in letting go. And what I mean by、mm-hmm. that is, 
if I were to audition and then just be constantly worried about it, like, oh my gosh, am I going to get that part? Am I going to get that part? Am I going to get that part? And then I'd have anxiety and stress and it would be like, you know, and then I audition a lot. You know, my agent, I have an agent here in Los Angeles and they send me auditions pretty much every day. So if, if I had to audition and then be worried about every single one of them, I'd feel crazy. Mm-hmm. So what, what I try to do is do the audition mm-hmm. to the best of my ability and then just let it go. Let the universe work out the details because if I'm meant to be a certain character like Cortex or, you know, Batman or whoever, <laughs> that'll come. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I try to stress over it nonstop, it'll probably push away the very thing I want. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I I have so many auditions. I maybe get like one out of every two hundred auditions that I do. So mm-hmm. there's a hundred and ninety nine rejections, and one we want to cast you. So mm-hmm. you know that that's a thing to consider when you're not only just an actor, but as a voice actor, it's multiplied many times. Uh, you know, that rejection or perceived rejection, because it's really not rejection, you know. Basically, what you have to remember as a voice actor is that when someone auditions for something, when, when a casting person puts out an audition, they have maybe two or three hundred to listen to once that mm-hmm. audition comes back in. So out of three hundred people, they're only going to pick one person. And sometimes they might hear that person that is perfect within the first 10 people they listen to and they might go, look, you know what, this is the guy right here. We don't need to listen to the rest. We found it. So that happens too. So, um, you know, rejection is more perceived than it is. It's more just a numbers game, really. It's like the more you keep auditioning, eventually, you know, your number will come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and keep practicing, of course. You know, you want to keep acting. You want to be in a, a theater group. You want to take acting classes, voice acting classes. You want to, you know, do all those things that uh, make you know develop your craft. Like if you were an athlete, you probably wouldn't just show up at the meet and then try to win the race. You'd, you'd be running and, and practicing and stretching out and learning from the pros how to jump off your mark the most quickly and, mm-hmm. and you'd, be t- you'd be developing your skills and, and then you'd win the race or at least have a chance at winning the race when you got your opportunity mm-hmm. so it's the same for acting whether it be on camera or voice acting you keep learning and you keep applying yourself and then eventually you're like you know what I'm ready I'm ready mm-hmm. for this part absolutely so, so that's pretty absolutely um <laughs> Okay, um, okay, my next question is, um, if you had one thing to say is Dr. Cortex, or words of wisdom, what would it be? Listen, you nincompoops. (laughs) Follow your dreams, just don't follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Cortex is fun. He'd probably just say, you know, give me the crystals and get out of my way, but, um... You know, uh, really, I, you know, I, I said it earlier, follow what you love, follow your dreams, because that's the universe will always support you when you're really in a blissful place and happy when you're doing something. You know, it has this unique organizing power to it that well, you don't have to do the organizing. The universe takes care of the details. As long as you keep immersing yourself into the, what you love to do, you'll find opportunities to continue doing that no matter where you live, no matter what you do. 
don't believe don't believe when people tell you it's too hard to do something. You know, that's the one thing that I did when I started out was, you know, not believe because so many people said, oh, it's too hard to get into this business. There's only a certain amount of people that do this. Or, oh, there's a click. You know, you'll never get into that. You have to do this. And, you know, you'll, there's there's not enough work. You know, like they they did say that all the time. <clears throat> and if I believed them, I would have never been a voice actor. But instead, my mantra or little, you know, phrase that I used to say all the time when I was, you know, starting out, and I still say it, is there's more than enough work for everybody, and especially now with like Netflix and all these other, you know, Amazon and you know, Prime and all these other things. There's more than ever work for voice actors to do, and so you know, just just keep doing what you love. Absolutely, absolutely. So.、Um... Uh, to kind of wrap up here,、um, Alex, how can people get in contact with you? Well, let's see. If you want to just kind of follow along, I, I can. I have an Instagram. It's at Lex Lang.、Uh, I, I have a Twitter also, but I'm not on Twitter as often as I am on Instagram and on Facebook. You can look、okay. me up on Facebook too. And then I have a website, which is really simple to remember. It's LexLang.com. Okay. So that's real easy. And then you know, if anyone wants to contact me, they can go on my website page. There's a there's a little button that says、uh, contact. Okay. And, and when you go to that, then it'll there's one that says email Lex, and that just goes right to my email. I see every one of those that happens. Okay. Yeah. So that's a great way to for people to contact. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> So,、uh, so Lex, do you have any last words you'd like to say to the、uh, listeners out there? Yeah, thanks for listening, for starters, and、um, I'm real grateful, Aaron, for you getting a hold of me and、uh, doing this interview. And、um, let's see, what else? Anything fun happening? Oh yeah, this—it's、uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, October seventh. On Disney XD, I have a new show that's coming out where I play a character. It's called Star Wars Resistance,、okay. and I play Major Von Reg, who is、uh, well. I can't really say what he is yet, but you'll see what he is. He's a stormtrooper, and he's red, so、mm-hmm. he may or may not be one of the villains.、Mm-hmm. So, but that's coming out soon, so that'll be fun. And the other thing would be if you guys,、uh, you know, live in a town that I don't visit. There's probably a comic con that happens, or an anime con, or a gaming convention that happens in your town. And if you guys go to those, you know, give them a, give them an email and request me as a guest, and then we can meet in person.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So, and go vote too. Anyone who's old enough to vote, make sure this November you get out there and make your voice heard because it's very important. Mm-hmm. We all vote, and you know, are, are、uh, a voice for the, you know, for the for, for people all around the United States.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Lex, I'd like to thank you so much for your time, and it was an honor meeting you. Oh, you too, Aaron. Keep up the great work, and、uh, hopefully, we'll. Maybe in, you know next year we'll do the same again. We'll we'll, we'll、uh, catch up and see what's been going on for both of us between now and then. <laughs> If you would like to continue to be a part of Aaron's journey, consider donating to the podcast monthly. Head on over to my anchor page for more information on how to get exclusive bonus content and more. <laughs>